Welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast, the show where we share stories and powerful conversations with people who have been through their journey from pain to freedom. What's your spirituality? Is it a super asset and your superpower? We want to help you find clarity. Listen to this episode so that you can learn more about how to do that and enjoy the spirit of success in your life as you define it. Here is your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. Jennifer, welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Mm, thanks for having me, Tracy. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have been like secretly so excited to have you on. I think you know this. Um, I actually talked about you in the very first episode of the season. So if you've been listening to my episodes, you know who this is. This is Jennifer. This is the uh, person who I mentioned um, whose email marketing <laughs> was the reason why I went to Costa Rica. So uh, people know a little bit about you. If you haven't heard of the episode, um, I like to start off every episode by telling people how we know each other, because I have this like honor and privilege of knowing my guests. I have, we have a relationship before I record with you. So so really quickly, really quick recap. Um, I sold my like condo and I didn't know what the next step was, but I kept here in Costa Rica. So I got very open to going to Costa Rica and then I get your marketing emails because we've done business. So I'm on your list and you literally in your email got very like open and vulnerable about I ayahuasca and what it's done for you and how it's changed your life. And I had heard of ay ayahuasca, so I wasn't like new to it. And I knew she had been calling, but I just didn't know when. And I didn't know where either. So people have told me like set and setting is very important. But when I read your email, I knew instantly like there. And then I kept reading your email. I was like, you're hosting an event there. <laughs> and the date just happened to work out like a week after I sold my condo. And I was like, oh my God, I have to go. <laughs> I love it. And five minutes later, I had booked the whole thing <laughs> and the rest is history. So I want people, and I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit for my audience who maybe doesn't know you. Can you tell us like a little bit about yourself in business? And then also tell us how you kind of came to ayahuasca, if you're okay with that. Of course. Uh, yeah. So uh, business wise, uh, I have built a company. Uh, my main company is called Conscious Copy and Co. And so we're one of the top messaging and copywriting companies in the online business space. Uh, we've had the honor and privilege to work with some really cool names like Brennan Bouchard and um, Evan Pagan, JJ Virgin, Bulletproof Coffee, Tony Robbins, like many, many others. We've helped hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs in really clarifying their message in a way that stands out. And um, in addition to that, um, over the last several years, I've also been, uh, we, my team and I have been supporting entrepreneurs with really clarifying and communicating their vision. Um, and we really discovered that that is the first step is the clarification and communication of their three-year vision. We use a process um, that I've collaborated with Cameron Harold on, which is, I think the podcast that you listened to initially to learn about the vivid vision and then became a client. So 
once we help them with the vision, then we help them with their message. So it's really consistent um, throughout. And I built a team of 15, um, spoken on stages, you know, all over the world, Genius Network annual event, traffic and conversion, just really cool stuff. It's been just divine, literally, um, how it's all unfolded. And uh, with ayahuasca, um, I, gosh, I heard about ayahuasca probably about five years ago and growing up, I was not surrounded by like psychedelics or anything like that. Like I was, yeah, it just like, wasn't in my world or my reality. Um, and when I really set on my spiritual path more and more, I started to hear, you know, I was, I was very open to learning about the world, like everything from the world's religions to deepening my practices in nature and everything in between. And, uh, I started to hear here and there about plant medicines and, um, really doing them in a set in setting to connect to them in a way that was very, um, sacred and spiritual and transformational. Um, I have a mentor of mine who, uh, his name is Joe Polish and, uh, he's been a dear, dear mentor of mine for the last six or so years. And he would talk about plant medicines a lot. He's actually in the addiction recovery space. And he shared tons of stories of how people would, you know, go and do down and do ayahuasca or iboga. And it was like the one thing that could completely transform their life. And although that wasn't, um, you know, my, my path around addiction, it like really spiked my curiosity where I was like, how can something literally, you know, transform someone's reality in the matter of a night? Um, so I started to do more research on it. Um, it started just to be, I swear it's just started to be in more of my, my field, um, where I was part of a business mastermind. And one of the women that was there was actually one of the co-founders of Arrhythmia. Um, so it was Jerry's, uh, ex-wife and they're still really, really close friends and her and I, you know, totally hit it off. And so she was like, you gotta come down to Arrhythmia. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I was like, huh? Okay maybe. And, and so I started doing more and more research, started watching different documentaries, uh, asking people about their experience and just heard over and over again, people kept saying like, that was the week, or that was, you know, the experience that completely changed my life. And I felt so inspired. So, uh, I was thinking about what to get my now fiance for his 30th birthday. Um, and we're both very into personal development and growth and spirituality. So I was like, Sounds like a week down in Costa Rica of us, like, you know, purging and, and going deep into the depths of our psyche sounds like the perfect birthday gift. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. So I actually then got us as tickets there and we went in July of 2019 was our first time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So you brought us like all the way to plant medicine and how you, you got there. So thank you. Thank you for sharing about your business. Just want everyone to know full disclosure. I'm I'm a client <laughs> of hers and she helped me create my vivid vision, which we can talk about at the end for sure. People are like, what is that? 
that's interesting. Um, we will talk about that at the end and give everyone links to like contact you. But um, I really feel like our coming together today is to really share about what plant medicine can do for you as a person. And then what I'm learning it can do for you in business, because I've done, I've been to Rhythmia once, but you've been to Rhythmia, I think, is it two times, three times, three times. So I think it'd be really cool for us to, again, I don't feel like comfortable going into like the details of what it's like. Like I told you, if you're really interested, like follow your path to the medicine. Like, I don't want to give you too much. And like, so Jennifer's path was to like do all of the research and figure it out. Mine was to not do any research at all. So I just want to tell people I didn't do any research. Like I got guided, like, do not watch videos. Do not Google this. You just go there and be. And that was my lesson because I'm like, I want to plan. I want to know. I want to be informed. And it was like, my lesson started as soon as I agreed to go to Rhythmia. That's what I realized in, in retrospect. It was like, be present for this major life change and then go here and be open. And it was such a difference because I didn't even know what Rhythmia looked like, to be honest with you. I saw one picture on their website and then I didn't know what the rooms looked like. I didn't know anything. I just was like, okay, this is the option that feels good. I paid for it. And that was it. Were you so pleasantly surprised too? Because it's beautiful there. It is like a five-star resort. It's so beautiful. I was like, wait, it's unlimited <laughs> coconut water. <laughs> that was the thing that I was like, it just keeps coming and flowing. And like fresh coconut water. <laughs> like fresh coconut water. And as we're driving up, I'm, I mean, the, the like road is interesting to get there. I was like, where am I going? And then once you get past that part, it's like the JW's there. Like there's all these like luxury places and the guy's like, where are you going? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, and then he's like, wow, like you lucked out. This is like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It is gorgeous. Like, oh my goodness. The, the grounds are stunning. The rooms are like renovated five-star rooms. The food is like farm to table organic. The staff is like the most friendly staff on the planet. Yeah, it's definitely the place. Seriously, they like know your name within like five minutes of you getting there. It's like incredible. They're like level of attention to detail and like making you feel like you are like so welcome and that you belong because it's true. But when you like, it's just a, it's just a vortex. Like I think I told you it's a vortex mm -hmm. for transformation and for healing because you step in there, you're one person. And then at the end of seven days, you are a different person and I just felt so supported the whole like time because I know that there's different ways of doing ayahuasca. Like I could go into a forest with, you know, different shamans and like I could do that. And that's an, that's an option. But what I really appreciated about Rhythmia was like going in and not knowing anything. I felt like they supported us on understanding what this journey, like what we needed to know for the different parts of the journey you know, and not telling us too much. Cause like they could have told us things that like on, on Thursday when Dr. Jeff's like telling us stuff and I'm like, what? Like this makes so much sense, but he's right. If I knew that in the beginning, I wouldn't have been so open to other things. You know what I mean? And so I love that there's like an education piece um, that goes into it and you get fed that every day and then you go into ceremony right after. So there's nothing else like that can really get into your mind. If you, if you do the program the way that it's scheduled, there's a lot to do, <laughs> right? Because I, I want people to know that we were also getting colonics at the same time. They also had massages for us. 
at the same time, right? And then there's a whole bunch of things that that we can do, right? So there was never something to like not do. And then we also had classes that we could attend and some were like mandatory, quote unquote, but like, I'm pretty sure I went to everything. Um, and then you and Alex were also teaching, right? So there was like so many things to go to. So shout out Rhythmia, Jerry knows what he's doing. And so, like I said before, if you feel called to like, research it in whatever way feels good for you or not research it and just go like whatever way works like we're here to show you kind of both sides so um I would be I think now telling people like they kind of know what my journey was like and if not like go back to episode one for the season and two um I would be really curious for you to share with us sort of because you've been there three times now and I think people are like well can it be really different and like how much healing can you do and so having done it three times and now having some time to integrate after the third experience like has it been different than other ones? Like have like, just, I'm so interested for you to just tell us whatever comes to mind. Every time I've, I've gone now down to Rhythmia, which is three times, it's each time has been very different and something that I do appreciate, you know, about plant medicine that a lot of guides and shamans will share is the only thing that's certain is uncertainty. Like Every uh, ceremony that you go into, you literally don't know what to expect. And so even, you know, going back a third time and, and be sitting because um, at, or at Rhythmia, their, their program is where you do four ayahuasca ceremonies, four nights in a row. So sitting, you know, and it being my ninth ceremony and still noticing that I was getting the butterflies and nervous and like getting ready to go up and drink the medicine, uh, I really appreciated that because it just, it showed me that, okay, I'm like on my leading edge here and, and just really humbled me to, to my core. So I, but I do feel like every time I've went, there's been a specific theme that's really emerged that has been in direct correlation with the journey that I'm on in the rest of my life. So the first time that I went down to Rhythmia, I would honestly say that was like my, my more, most challenging only because I was still learning how to drive the medicine. And so for the first three nights for me, I was resisting a lot. And, uh, you know, I got, I got parts of me who like control. I don't know if anyone else can relate. Anybody else? And so <laughs> I was, I was trying to like control my experience. And so that was the most difficult part, but there was a moment on night three where I just, you know, I, I cracked and I was able to let go of the control. And then it was just like this beautiful experience, that uh, emerged, which is a huge lesson for me around surrender that I'm continuing to learn, you know, three years later, because it just feels like it's uh, a well of more and more lessons in that arena. But um, yeah, like the night three and night four for me were really the most powerful um, and night one and night two challenging. But honestly, that night one, uh, of my first time, it was when I got a huge wake up call to how I was showing up in certain areas of my life, um, particularly seeing how I would put business over the value of family and how I was yeah pouring more time and attention into 
um, just, yeah, my, my business, what, what was going on. And it was like certain things like family were, were more of an afterthought and it was really challenging to face that. Um, but it was one of the most important lessons that I've gotten in my entire life. So although the challenge was there, there was a huge gift that has come out of it. And fast forward, you know, three years later, and my relationship with my family has completely transformed because I saw how important it was to put that first and pour more attention and energy into it. So that's something that I love so much about the medicine. It's like, you know, there's definitely going to be like challenge in it, but with each of those challenges comes an equal or greater seed of opportunity and insight. And, um, you know, it's like a course correction. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think, I think COVID actually is like an interesting example of that too, right? Where, you know, people are working from home maybe, and then the kids were home or are home. I don't know, whatever your choices are. Right. And then those things came like head to head, right? And it was like very prominent and you got that lesson three years ago, right? And so it's just it's just interesting that you bring that up because I know a lot of people that also talked about that, right? Like what is this balance between family and and work or business or whatever you want to call it in your life? And so I think it's, it's super fascinating because I can resonate what you're saying too in my own way, maybe not as, as direct as that. But I think for me, what I, what's coming through right now is like, there's ways to move through challenges, you know? And one thing that came through for me was like, everything is a choice. Mm-hmm. Like it was a choice to go to Rhythmia. It was a choice to go to, you know, um, ceremony. It was a choice to walk up there and grab the cup. It was a choice to drink it. Like, I know that seems like kind of basic, but as soon as you drink the medicine and I think, I forget, I think it was um, Kim or someone told, told us that like, when you drink it, she sort of like takes an inventory of you, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. what here needs to kind of be addressed first. Like what's the thing that's going to move everything else. And then again, you can go in that direction or not. And it's a choice. And I just want people to know, like everything is a choice. You know, that's something I've really tried to like, one of the first things that I learned, a big thing for me was like, we are making choices. And sometimes I'm making them unconsciously and I'm not even aware And then the goal for me is to become conscious of it and be like, okay, is this serving me or not? You know, and it seems like such a basic thing, but then you, we go through life and then we could just fall back into these patterns, you know? And I remember Kim saying like, you don't have to pick up the suitcase, the old one, you don't, you, you can just put it down and you can just leave it here. And I don't know when she said that, I was like, oh my God, like I've been doing that. Cause I, I had one night where I was just so open. I went to Rhythmia, like I said, very open. Like Monday was like, like I had these like amazing insights. And then Tuesday was like resistance. Like, well, we're not going to go there again. That was so vulnerable. <laughs> like to be that vulnerable. And I think I mentioned it on my podcast. There's like 45 people, which is a small group for them. But to have people hold the space and then to be willing to feel that vulnerable. I mean, I don't know if I had done that before in my life in that way. Um, just completely, like I was completely open and I was so aware of that. I was also aware that I was protected and like, I wouldn't be taking on other people's stuff. Like I just knew these things and I don't think I've been like that before, you know? And so I don't know if you felt that way in any of your ceremonies, just like so open to the point of like, 
just feels so raw, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> the, the second time that I was there, there was the one night of Yahe where it is, it's a type of ayahuasca that's actually like a purgatory. So it's kind of like intended to really cleanse your system. And I went all in that night. Um, you know, I had several, several cups and the, the lesson was around like, how much are you willing to like, let go and be supported? And there was a moment where I was like laying in my little bougie bed that they got set up for you there. And I was like, I can't move. And like, even if I had to go to the bathroom, I couldn't like, (laughs) like I'm here. I am so just open, like, you know, and I was like, and that's okay. And I'm sure someone would come support me or, or not. And it's all okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I had a very similar experience too. I remember on like this, like second night where everybody just got up and was dancing. Mm. I'll never forget the song. And it was Brad's night. I remember and everyone was dancing and like, I like low key secretly love dancing, but I haven't let that side of me be expressed uh, because of whatever stories. Right. And so I wanted to go so badly, but I swear, Jen, like I was like, like tied to my bed. Like I could not move. Like my legs would just not support me to go. And I tried to roll and it was like, (laughs) no. And I was like, what is the like lesson here? Like, what am I supposed to be learning? And it was really that like, let go mm. like you had the opportunity to go for so many years mm. and you didn't and now you have to experience the, the like opposite mm. like you need the contrast in this to know like if the opportunity comes like you go mm. like you're prepared for these things but you don't trust yourself so like are you willing to trust yourself when the opportunity comes and that was Tuesday and then I'm not sure if you remember Wednesday was like ladies night and as soon as that music came on, I don't know if you saw me, but I like got off <laughs> on my horse. Like, I swear, like I went and I was stomping and dancing. And I just like that side of me that was so like, I basically killed it off. Mm-hmm. It never even got a chance to see the like light of day. I just like let her go. Like we just, I, I just embodied something completely different. And I remember I didn't get the memo about wearing white because I didn't read anything. <laughs> So they were like, wear white, light clothing. I was like, oops. <laughs> and I'm probably for two months, I like didn't get the memo. So I'm wearing a purple shirt and like black shorts. And people were like, it's just it's this grape just like running around. <laughs> and I was like, just in heaven, like mm-hmm. just experiencing me. Like, oh my God, this is a part of me that I've just never experienced. And I remember I had a few friends in the corner and I just like, I like got them. I'm like, get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even talk to them. I just, I just like looked at them. I'm like, you know, get Time. up and let's start dancing. <laughs> we just, yeah. And we just started dancing and they were like, I'm so glad you did that after. Because it was just like, just bathing in feminine energy and play and fun. And I don't know if I've ever let myself do that in that way. And it was just so many different aspects of yourself that I got to really experience. And I remember you and I were outside dancing alone. There was nobody outside. It was just you and me. And we were just going for it. Like whatever our bodies felt like we were just doing it. And I know you were doing it. And I know we were both super connected. I think we were connected to the stars or something. Cause I felt very connected to the stars. And I think you did too. It was just an energetic thing. And I remember that moment of just like being free and being sovereign and not caring what other people think. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I remember having a very big 
uh, like breakthrough around that on Wednesday, um, Wednesday ceremony. But like one of the things that I appreciate so much about, you know, being in a container, like you mentioned earlier, the set and the setting, which basically that, that means, uh, like the mindset in which you're going into the experience with, like, what is your intention? What is your, um, come from with having the experience and then the setting, what is the physical environment and is it set up to allow you to relax into the experience? And so, uh, that I think when there is the right set and setting and then in, in ceremony, what I think is so cool, it's like, there's this dial, uh, that amplifies every thought that goes through your mind. Like all of the thoughts, probably 90% that we're not even aware of that we're having in a day. It's like, boom, right there. You can see it. You can taste it. You can feel it. You're so in tune with your emotions that are connected to those thoughts that then that like, that is where all transformation stems from. It's in the awareness, like transformation cannot fully happen if there isn't some sort of awareness around what, you know, the, the gateway of the feeling, the thought, the sensation, the experience. And so, uh, I loved it just in your share, how it was like, you, you, you know, it's so introspective on this particular medicine where it's like, oh, wow, I want to go dance. Oh, wow. But I can't like, I can't. And what's this about? And then the medicine, uh, really guides you to whatever, thought pattern has stopped you from doing what it is that you want to do and then guides you to the exact like root cause that gets to be addressed to transform it and that's what I think is like so it, it, the mind-blowing about the medicine um, is how wise it is and how it knows exactly where to take you to get that breakthrough like that's why, you know, the, the, when some people talk and share about it, it's like, you know, 10 years of therapy in five nights, it's no joke. Like I've been going to therapy, you know, every week for seven, eight years. And I'll tell you, like I, in one night, I can move through years of stuff. It's, it's so rapid. So rapid. And you explained that beautifully. I just, I'm like, everything you're saying is so true. I love when you talked about the dial. Mm. And what I just want to add to that is the dial meets you where you are. Mm -hmm. So if you are like resisting one night, like I remember also like knowing that the chaos precedes order. So I had a really tough like Tuesday and then I had a beautiful, amazing Wednesday. And I'm not saying it always has to be that way, but if you're in resistance, like it will subside, you know what I mean? Like nothing lasts forever. And I just if you're super open, cause you had a really rough night, like if you are open, the dial gets turned up, but you also find the strength and the courage to go and allow yourself to be taken to that place where you find the root and you can dig it up and you can be like, Oh, and it's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. It, it's like, it blew my mind. I'm like, and we're just processed through that. Like, it's like so fast, like it blows your mind. And like, I want people to know, like I went through some dark shit the first day, like really deep stuff. I did, like, I was so young. I didn't even have conscious awareness or like memory. 
and like to know that this is what impacted my whole life and then to do the entire like grieving and processing process I was like that's 20 years of therapy like I'm 30 (laughs) that's easily 20 years of therapy and we weren't even done the first night ceremony and so I was like that just opened me up even more like okay like what else can we happen here like I had my like you know my many miracles on the first night you know and for a while I didn't want to talk about that because some people were like really like I haven't had my miracle and I was like I had many um, but I also had that expectation coming in that I would have many miracles you know what I mean like I was that open to it so I think what you explained without going into too much detail is perfect is perfect and it meets you where you are and you mentioned like the first time you were really resistant the first two nights and then kind of opened up on that third night not kind of you opened up on that third night and I think that's what I mean it's just like it'll meet you where you are and it'll take you to the place like you said it's like the most loving kind coach mentor (laughs) like kind of like your own personal shaman that will show you the hardest thing like I said I'm like looking at the hardest thing I probably had to look at in my life and it somehow felt totally loved in the process and supported and cared for. And I could look at it unemotionally. Like I was aware of what was happening, but it wasn't like I had an emotional attachment to it. And I think when, when we always hear like people talk about the observer or the witness, what's so cool about plant medicine is you got to be in that role if you chose to be. And you can like help, as you said, like direct it, you know, you get to choose, like I said, you get to choose and help direct and move where to go. And what's really cool is because you do this night after night, you get to, it's like a skill. It's like a muscle. It feels very much like a muscle that I'm building. And one thing that I know we talked about a lot at Rhythmia was intention versus expectation. And I know I touched on it a little bit, but I would love to hear your thoughts actually um, on that. And if that's something you also had to work through. I'd say the, the first time that I went, it was definitely something that I had to work through because I noticed even in, in the intentions that I wrote down, um, of, of what I wanted to work through, what sort of insight I wanted to gain or experience from the week there. Um, it was, they were like very specific and, and I, I kind of had a thought of, oh, well, this is probably how it's going to happen. Like I went in assuming that I knew what I was going to see. And so then when it was something completely different, <laughs> it was, uh, it was really humbling. Like, oh, that, but like, but it's at the same time, it's like, oh, well, that makes so much sense. Like, I'm s- surprised I didn't see that, but also amazed because that definitely feels true. Um, I had a very similar experience as well, you know, this last time that we were there together um, of something on, I have been working through for about four years, like very intentionally seeking out support um, of of some, some trauma that has, has come up and uh, a little bit of almost like PTSD where I have, I've went to all sorts of coaches and, uh, and healers and, and shamans and all of the things. And I went into that night, actually not even that, not even really being an intention to work through that. And it came up 
And in what revealed itself was something completely different than what I thought was going to be like what the actual root of it was. Like I was so shocked and then surprised. And I was like, but yeah, that makes complete sense that that's what's coming up. And I was able to fully process it. And, you know, fast forward uh, coming up two months and it hasn't showed up at all. And even being in uh, certain situations where I know I've been triggered before with like the trauma coming up again, um, being in those situations, I was like, it's, it's the emotion, the memory is still there, but the emotion is completely gone. And for me, that was like such a huge gift, but it did not, it was like the, yeah, that the, the, there was an intention of like, okay, I'm ready to let go of this, but I'm just really surrendering to how it, how it happens. And then it happened super quick. Yeah. I love that. I think that's such an important lesson that we can all take into whatever we do, you know, like business, family, all these things. It's just like, for me too, getting really clear on, do I actually have expectation and is it unconscious? Because if I don't have an intention going into something, do I just fall into unconscious expectation? And I realized that for me personally, I do. I was like, okay, so I have to get this intention energy right. Because I can say intention, but mean expectation, <laughs> right? Because of these, these like secret control tendencies that just like show up, like, where are you from? You know what I mean? And so I love that you said that, because I think it's really, really important to understand that you can have an intention to heal it, but understand that you're not in control of how that shows up for you. And, but being open to when it does come, like the opportunity was there and you were prepared and you trusted yourself to go with that. And I think that's huge lessons. And there's so many muscles that we, that I just mentioned. Right. But I think the first one for anybody like listening of like, what can I take away from this? I think the intention part is so important. And I know for you in your business, just doing business with you and your company intention is huge. Um, Cause your team can, can only support me so much. And as long as they understand, like, what am I going for here? What is my intention? And I think that that's such a cool thing that we can, we can really help people with today because my muscle is really strong, really quick because plant plant medicine helps speed up that process. But I'm still learning too of like when, you know, something will come up recently in like a relationship that triggers something and I'll fall right back into that pattern, but I can catch it quicker. I can catch it quicker. You know what I mean? And so even that is like, is like a pattern interrupt of like catching it and being like, okay, my emotion is driving here. Why? Like, why is it so strong in that direction? I'm not used to that anymore. Actually, what's really interesting is I'm not used to it anymore. Like, I feel like it just kind of like really cleared things through me where I'm like, like one of the things that amazed me, like coming out of Rhythmia and I journal about it was like, my self-talk is not negative. And like being someone who went through depression and like suicide attempts, like that is a game changer. Like when that quiet voice, that gentle voice is the voice you hear, it's such a gift, you know, like it's such a gift. And I know both of us went through a massive like kind of heart healing, um, like massive. <laughs> and I think what's interesting, and I don't know if you have any comments on this, actually, I'd be really curious because I was like a science person. 
you know, like I was, I'm a doctor. And so like, I've been really taught that science brand and like logic and like reason is like really important. And it got me so far. And then the like inner feminine side of me was like dead. Right. And I was like, I, as a kid was so intuitive, like just went with the flow, like kind of like what I'm doing now in my life, you know what I mean? And it was, I had, I went through this whole journey of like, embracing that play side that feminine side of like allowing and creating and I'm just curious for you because like the plant medicine really takes you back to that state and really helps you like realize that there's both energies in you but the masculine like or that you know doing energy really serves the being and so I'm curious if like plant medicine has has helped you understand that balance within you in a, in a deeper way mm-hmm so good um with with the being and the doing I think yeah like there's it's a it's a common path especially for doers myself you know myself being uh kind of coming into the space being a doer and in more of the masculine energy to then have that insight and then be like oh no it's you know it's all about being and then going to the complete opposite spectrum. My my take on it and it has been it, it's so much of a both and like you said it's like connecting to um the infinite side of our nature that is driven by intuition, extraordinary reason, really highly uh skilled perspective. Um and and then being able to translate it into the finite 3D, taking aligned action towards whatever the insight is. And that's something, uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like the, you know, ayahuasca in particular, many plant medicines though can really open us up to being and which is something that we often kind of don't put as much emphasis on. And then it becomes this dance of like, how can we live like in the intersection of the two? So I've definitely felt that. And it's, it's so it's, uh, for, for me, it's an ever growing evolving journey where sometimes I'll notice I'm more in being sometimes more in doing, sometimes I've like found that sweet spot, but having enough awareness to attune to it, um, and taking the lessons from there and implementing them into daily practice. Um, but one of the things that you shared, Tracy, that I really wanted to highlight, um, you know, is like you had, so you had an awareness in, in one of your ceremonies, uh, and then you're like, oh, and then I noticed that I almost like fell back into a pattern, but I caught myself. And this is something that I think is so important with um, plant medicines in general, ayahuasca, like some people can really look at it and they think, oh, this will solve everything. They, they really look at it similar to like certain Western medicine too, where it's like, I, I need to get fixed and I don't have to do like, I'll be part of it, but then I don't have to do anything afterwards. And that's not actually what it is. Like the, or my experience is that ayahuasca is an accelerator of the transformation, but then it's in the integration that we anchor that in. And so, uh, for myself as well, it's like, okay, if I was going down a well-worn path of driving on one trail in my mind over and over again, 
And then I had a perspective shift that had me experience what it's like to drive on a different track that's going to be more supportive to me. Now it's my responsibility moving forward to keep training myself to go go down the new path, make the the new decision based on the new awareness, which is like something that you did, which I think is just such a key, key piece of this. And uh, seeing a lot of people who have done, you know, gone say, and done plant medicine or, uh, and, and they'll say, well, you know, it was a really powerful experience, but like then nothing changed. And it's, and it's not because like there was a change in them, but they didn't fully integrate it. Yeah. That's so important. I'm so glad you bring that up. Cause it's actually a huge point. Cause like, like I said, everything's a choice, right. And the integration is also a choice. Like I said, it's, it's so much easier to be like, I had this profound experience and then change nothing. That would be easier, but there's also like values and, and integrity that I have with myself that I went there because I wanted things to change. Like change was not something I had to adapt to. I was very open to it, but I love that you brought that up because the, it like, it's uncomfortable. Like I want people to know when your old pattern shows up, like hello there and you pick it up again, because that's what humans do. And then to realize this feels weird. Like this doesn't feel good. What's happening. And to go in that uncomfortable place, like it is not like, I don't know how to describe it. It is not comfortable and it is more calorie consuming and it takes more energy and like effort to do that and courage. But like you said, it's like, what did I learn from ceremony? The, the, there's an equal seed of opportunity and growth that comes from that every time I do it. And because I love learning and growth so much more than I love being uncomfortable, like being uncomfortable <laughs> for me, like the, like I'll always choose that. But that was something I nurtured in myself. That was a seed that I nurtured through ayahuasca too, but also just something I had in going in me before plant medicine. And I just want people to know, like, if you love learning and growth and, and you can accept that you're always going to be changing as a human, plant medicine might be something that can help you on your path. Like was never something I planned on doing this year at all, <laughs> you know, ne like neither was moving. Well, actually I kind of planned on that, but, um, ayahuasca definitely wasn't, but I love that you, that you brought that up. Cause I want people to know that we're talking about four days in ceremony, but we're also talking about the integration piece, the taking it to your life and changing your life. And ultimately I think be attempting to become the best versions of ourselves that we can be for ourselves, for our businesses, but also for the earth. <laughs> you know, like, I really want to ask you about your head and your heart because I realized the difference like I had been in my head for so long and my heart was so closed off because of different traumas that had happened to me. And I really didn't open it back up. And I realized that all of the like learning and growth and even the like medicine communicating with me was through my heart, which was so interesting because I was like, whoa, I kind of in some ways never trusted that before. And I know the like third night for both of us was like, huge, like huge for me, like massive. And I know for you too, because we talked about it and just feeling your like energy. And I'm just wondering, has that part continued for you? And have you noticed any, like anything that you've had to integrate and has it affected your business too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 
Yeah, it has, it's definitely affected me in different ways. Um, in, so one of the biggest aha moments that I had, and it, it's so funny, like, I, I feel like a lot of the insights are for me anyways, they're very simple concepts. I, they're literally like the concepts that, you know, you go into a craft store and it's like, you know, <laughs> love, or peace, love, and joy. And then it's like, but then you, you have like a visceral experience of, you know, infinite love. And suddenly it completely changes the idea of that. And so on Wednesday night, um, the last time that we were there, I had this huge breakthrough around, um, being enough and this distinction that I, I recognized that there was a lot of my life where I was driving from my head and, uh, unconsciously operating from a place of not enough in certain areas. So by, even though I wasn't aware of it, what I did was I overcompensated. So, uh, I would take actions of like, how can I, you know, have more than enough. And the medicine really gave me this lesson that the opposite of not enough is not more or like abundance it's enough and i realized that that was it was it was coming from this place in my heart of not feeling enough and really seeing yeah how i there was just certain aspects of my life where i was operating that way and by really having this deep healing of my heart and fully feeling enough just as i am I feel like I've then been able to operate from that place in all aspects of my life now where it's like, okay, I, I feel enough. I, I have enough. I am enough. And I'm also available to more from a place of abundance. And so how that specifically showed up for me is one in my business, just how I, I make decisions. It's, it's not from this place of like, okay, we got to fill our calendar with like more promotions or we got to be doing more things. And that's what the, what the trap I was in. It was like almost overrunning my, my team and I to really like, okay, what is going to be the aligned action that we can be in most service with that, you know, really helps us zone into our sweet spot. And I also just feel like unavailable to push and grind as much as before. Like I'm, I, I still love, I love, I love working. I love intentional effort. I love like being on the leading edge of things, but it's so from this different place, uh, from my heart. Um, and then the other piece is, uh, I, I feel like has really come from that, that insight is even some of the challenges that, you know, have, have arrived in the last couple months, you know, um, I had someone really close to me, like in the hospital and just really getting to support them and navigate. But it was like, um, I st I'm still in awe of just knowing, I think in the past I would have been in this tailspin in my head of like worry and fear and like feeling out of control. And instead I've just, um, operating from this new place of like, okay, what can, what are all of the things that I can take action on and like deeper senses of trust, um, and, um, love and just like knowingness, like 
everything is going to be okay. And it may be a little bit of a row, but we're like, we'll get there when we get there, you know? So I've, I've, in that piece, I'm, I'm still in the process of, and it's cool to see how some of these awarenesses are still showing up that I didn't realize had such an impact until I'm in, you know, some sort of game time experience. And it's like, oh shit, that wasn't there before that new capability. Game time experience. Oh my God. I love that. And I love you sharing about that. Cause I think a lot of us know what you're talking about, about the not feeling like enough and thinking that more than enough is the opposite, right? Kind of swing on both sides of this pendulum, but you're like, wait, we're on the wrong thing. thing. <laughs> you know, like we've created this thing that doesn't actually exist, which is even crazier. So then we're just fighting ourselves. That's what like the like message I got for me too. And like really deep lessons about my heart being a portal actually and a portal for everything that I want to come through me. And just really my job is to be a channel and allow that in the best ways that I can. And I can fortify, this is the word that kept coming through to me. I can fortify the channel, which is me through trust and love um, as well. And like you said, like spiritual, like laws and spiritual principles are always simple. That's what I want to tell people. Like it, it is the going into the craft store and seeing peace, joy, and love. Like it's those, but you are in a totally different receptive state when you are as open and as vulnerable as we are talking about, and you are willing to emotionalize things and feel everything and hold space for it all. It's a game changer. Like it, it will change everything. And it's so simple. That's why I tell people, like, I know it's like spiritual law and you know the truth when you feel it. Someone, Bob Proctor told me that. He's like, you know the truth when you feel it. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I just feel that. It is so true. And like with plant medicine, it taught me the same thing. Like when something's true for you, you may be resisting it because it's hard to hear, maybe hard to see. But deep down, I was like, I know this is true. I just know this is true. And my job is like, okay, get the human here and like, just like process it to the best of your abilities. Like if I, now my thing is like, do my best. Like, did I do my best? Like entrusting my heart and did I do my best? No, I could do better. Or yeah, you did your best. And like, that's what helps me go to sleep at night and be peaceful. And like, actually, like, are we willing to live in peace? You know, like, are you actually willing? Like, that's one of the questions plant medicine asked me. Like, are you willing to live in peace on the inside? Are you willing to like show that you have a happy and joyous life on the outside? I was so used to depression and like pain as my teacher and like learning through pain. I was like, oh, there is joy. I watched Inside Out. Have you seen oh that? Oh my gosh, that's so good. Yes. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And like, she like loses joy and sadness. Um, and I was like, oh my God, that was me for so much of my life. I didn't join sad. Well, sadness was there, but it was kind of like taken over and joy wasn't there to, you know, help steer the ship. So what's really cool is I feel like I got all of my emotions sort of back on very much like, um, inside out actually, it was really funny. I'm like, oh my God, they knew what they were talking about because <laughs> it all makes sense. Right. Um, and it makes sense how, like, if you feel sadness, it actually leads to joy right? If you feel whatever's there for you, it actually leads to a better place. But if we stop it because it's hard or habit or whatever, we, we never get to experience that. So I think heart healing is like a huge thing. I knew it was before, but to allow myself to go through it to the depths, I think both of us, I think what was different about what both of us went through, it was the depth. 
right? Um, and I'm not saying people didn't do that. I'm sure everyone did, but um, to the best of their ability, but I was willing to go there. And it seems like you were willing to go there too. And you had done it a few times before, right? And you've had more experience with it. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's so powerful. I'm very aware of the fact that we are two women <laughs> who are entrepreneurs talking about this. And we're also talking about a very feminine plant, plant medicine. And I think that we're just the start of a movement of people who are going to be embracing that not only in our lives and how we shop every day, but also in our businesses um, that I think are really going to affect the world. So I personally have so much gratitude for you. You know this <laughs> deeply. I know you know this, but I want to say it publicly. Just thank you for stepping up, being that way shower and just sending out that email. Like I, like I told you, I felt like you were talking to me. I, I told you that when I saw you, I was like, Oh my God, like, and I think you even said that in your email. I'm pretty sure I have to go back and like, look at it, but I'm pretty sure you even said like, if you're on the fence or like thinking about it, like this is your call. And mm -hmm. I was like, she's talking to me. She's hundred <laughs> percent talking to me. And I wanted to meet you anyway. So I was like, this is like two birds, one's like, you know, I hate that saying, but it's like, it's a, I like saying feeding two birds with one scone. <laughs> perfect. A feeding. I love that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> feeding two birds with one scone. It literally felt like all the things I had asked for, like presented on a platter to me. And when that happens, I'm like, I know what saying no to this is, <laughs> what, that, what that feels like. And so if I ask for it, I'm not making decisions based on like cost. I'm making decisions based on alignment and feeling. And like I said, that was my first lesson um, with plant plant medicine. So thank you so much for putting out that email. Thank you for all the work that you're doing in the world to have a positive impact. I'm just one little branch from that. So, so thank you so much. Um, you told us about your business a little bit. Is there anything that you're working on now that you think people would like want to know about? Or is there anything like any free trainings or anything that you want to tell people about? Yeah. So one of the things that we um, do at Conscious Copy is, you know, coming near the end of the year of, of the time of us recording this, you know, we're in the really the last few months of the year is oftentimes the time where people are thinking most about vision, you know, and of like, okay, how did I do this year? Did I, did I, create what I wanted to create? Did I do what I wanted to do? Did I develop into the person that I wanted to be? And like, what's next year and what's coming after that? And so um, I think of the time of you sharing this, we'll be doing a lot of trainings just around um, vivid vision and, and helping, especially entrepreneurs uh, really clarify and communicate their vision and like going into the next year um, we'll be doing uh, December 1st through 3rd, we'll be doing um, like a mini virtual workshop. Um, at the time of this, I think we're still deciding on exactly what the price is going to be. It's probably going to be like $27, $37 and all of it is going to a cause that our team is still choosing. Um, but really to help um, um, entrepreneurs really anchor into the upcoming year um, and then the next three years after that. So um, you probably just check out details at consciouscopy.co, um, not .com, .co, and, uh, or createyourvividvision.com. Oh, perfect. Okay. So we'll add both of those in the show notes. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I think everyone should take a minute. If that's the price point, like there's no excuse not to, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in on that too. Cause like, I'm always looking to hone my skills and craft my skills as well. So 
Also, congratulations to you and Alex. I know your partner and I got to meet him. And so you guys are just make a cute couple and you guys are so aligned, you can feel it. And there's like deep love there. So it's like hashtag goals, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, thank you so much for being here today. It's an honor and a privilege and we will talk to everyone soon. Bye everyone.